Check one, two, one, two. Hey, how y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? It's supposed to be an applause there. Applause there. But uh, I want to welcome you guys to the new Everybody Hates Sleep. It's supposed to be another applause. We're going to get all that together, but I really appreciate everybody here today. Appreciate everybody that listens. Um, I wanted to start the new year off right, uh, so we're just going to get right into this R. Kelly thing. <laughs> so, last night, Lifetime, and I'm not shouting out Lifetime, I would never shout out Lifetime because I don't like Lifetime, and that was the only way Lifetime got my viewership, because Survivor and R. Kelly's film. Anyway, watching this Survivor and R. seen it especially in when you were in school how some of the girls your age always find themselves with a 23 year old you know 25 year old um, if I'm not mistaken one of them chicks is 16 fucking with a 30 year old like I just thought that like like that type of gap is disgusting like 15 years between you having sex no that's disgusting but I would have to admit that by that being part of my environment that at times I would tend to gravitate towards younger women like at 19 I may have talked to a 17 year old you know to complete to be completely honest youngest I ever talked to at, at 19 was a 16 year old and you know I'm, I'm 
I'm pretty much pulling hairs and filling the straws with that one because I don't know if y'all know, but in, in Michigan, the, it's four years apart for, for the statutory rate. So, why I know that, don't know. <laughs> but, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, man, and shout out Clo Team, man. Shout out, shout her out, man, for uh, putting that up on Facebook. And it made me have a thought, like, yeah, growing up, dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you 15, 16, and you hang around motherfuckers that's like 19, 20, 21, you know what I'm saying? And they trying to get at the girls that's your age. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you really can't be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, don't fuck with somebody your own age because it's kind of like, in the men culture, you just got to let shit be. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just putting your hands on a chick. You know what I'm saying? Now that shit you just don't let ride. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I don't give a fuck what's going on. I, I don't care, you know what I'm saying? If they having an argument, let them argue. But you should never sit around and let a man put his hands on a woman. Like, no. And I know you ain't supposed to get in other people's business, but you're not supposed to let nobody put their hands on a woman. So, it's a fine line that you would have to walk, but whatever. You're a man, you'll figure it out. But I say all that to say that in this, man, in this male culture, when it comes to um, courting, women other men you kind of got to mind your business you know you can't really be like you know you can't go to your mans and be like you know nigga you 20 like why the fuck you trying to fuck with this 15 year old nigga like it's a fucking kid bro you ain't got no 20 year old shit to do but that was the culture and as I got older I noticed it so when I got like around, I'll say probably about 25, 26 is when I completely just was like, yo, I was like pretty much raised in that type of, I guess you can say pedophilic culture. Because hmm. God damn it. Because Say it wasn't nothing for the older cat. Wasn't nothing for the older cats to say, you know what I'm saying? We about to about to do this, about to do that, fuck with this, fuck with that. And by them doing that and me being around it, I didn't know any better. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was around this group of people, then I was around that group of people, and I could, you know, I can figure it out from there. No, I had to figure it out, you know, through experience, through life. You know what I'm saying? Through having preferences and and the things that you want to do, you know what I'm saying? So I had to figure it out that way. But I figured it out. And I don't like younger women. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing a young woman can do for me other than have sex. And I don't like, I don't 
you know, like, that's not my thing. Like, I never understood why men chose younger women. Like, I don't, like, to me, I look at it as, like, a form of weakness. Like, you want a woman, true enough. But you don't want a woman, you don't want a woman, you don't want a woman that has, has the same or more experiences than you. You don't want a woman that can possibly teach you something. You know what I'm saying? It's all about manipulation. It's all about keeping your thumb on the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 shit to me is a sign of weakness. You know what I'm saying? Only a weak man would want to keep his thumb on his woman to the point where she can't speak to no like I don't want no robot around me. You know what I'm saying? I, I I guess having a woman do whatever you tell her to do is cool. But then again, who the fuck wants that? You know what I'm saying? Like I want my woman to have an opinion. I want my woman to have a backbone. I want my woman to challenge me. You know what I'm saying? If I say some wild, crazy shit. I want her to be like, nah, babe, that, that shit crazy right there. But have some valid points behind it. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me some shit crazy, but then you don't necessarily know nothing about it. You just don't like the way it sounds. Like, no, I don't. I don't want that motherfucker. I want the. I want the person that is not only gonna. You know what I'm saying? Not only gonna challenge me, but she gonna have some. <clears throat> Have some facts behind it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's crazy. At one point, uh, one of the yes men, his personal assistant, said that he had forged some documents in order for him and Aaliyah to get married. And I want to give another straight fuck you to Barry Hankerson. I wish I had a boo button to push for that motherfucker. He's the person that was Aaliyah's manager. Pretty much the liaison to R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? You sold your you sold your niece for a check, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I man, I really hope that that motherfucker has the worst luck. Like the worst luck, fam. Short of dying. You know what I'm saying? Because I really don't feel sorry for people that killed themselves. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna be. Just gonna leave that alone. I'm just gonna leave that alone. Um, 
well wishes to anyone that has suicidal thoughts. I hate that you're going through that. Please don't kill yourself. Please don't kill yourself. Please don't kill yourself. Please don't kill yourself. Back to R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> it, is, it, it just amazes me how like the black community allows a lot of crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know this motherfucker pissed on a child. You know what I'm saying? We know that the Pied Piper, like this thing, dog, this dude, dude, the shit that R. Kelly does is a slap in the fucking face. He calls himself the Pied Piper. You know what the Pied Piper means, bro? The nigga that gathered all the kids out of the neighborhood and took them niggas somewhere where they never seen them again. That show claim the fame, bro? You gonna get all the kids of R&B <laughs> and take them away so they never be seen again? Come on, dog. Come on, man. But as a community, nobody threw up a red flag. Nobody said, hold on, Kells. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Age ain't nothing but a number. You know what I'm saying? Age ain't nothing but a number. With every look, ever since they said that shit last night, I'm just looking at it like that shit is like the pedophile's calling card. And it's crazy because it was like, I don't want to say synonymous, but it was something that was kind of said. I heard it a lot. I'll put it like that. You know what I'm saying? You would hear one of your older friends or elder friends saying shit, age ain't nothing but a number. You know, uh, eight to 80, blind, cripple, or crazy. You know what I'm saying? Eight to 80, dog. What the fuck? Then one of the OGs would be like, shit, she got hair on that motherfucker, she grown. What? My G. So all it takes is for you to see a peach fuzz, and you and you in there like man, dude, it, I'm, that's that's what I'm saying. We didn't know it, and this and and it, and I think it is like an expoundment of rape culture. That pedophilic culture. As a black man, I was most definitely raised in pedophilic culture and not necessarily in my household but in my outside environment around my elder friends most definitely most fucking definitely to the point when I got their age when I got 18, 19, 20 21 I still looked at women in, in that way. I would still look at a 17-year-old at 21 and be like, ugh, ugh, you know what I'm saying? Blind, crippled, or crazy, some crazy shit like that. But like I said, it didn't take, it, it, it didn't dawn on me until I started living more. Uh, I, I actually had a child. You know, that changes your perspective on a lot of shit too. You ever, you ever had your baby or whatnot, 
or just had your belly, or just sitting around thinking about how the way you used to think before your kids and the way you think now. And then you think about like what like would I do that? And you and you, sometimes you sit back and be like, man, that shit like I was a wild thinking, wild acting individual. None of this shit that I would do now. I wouldn't even think of. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even try to. Like, no. So I, I, that 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 documentary really raised the eyebrow. And I think I and I think it kind of scratched the surface on on how we friendship with with each other as men and how we really don't hold each other accountable for shit that we know is wrong you know and if we do hold each other accountable it's normally it's almost damn near like a damn near a fight type thing you know it's cause a lot of men don't like to be confronted on their bullshit but if you got a real friend and your friends see that you on some bullshit and he tell he or she tell you that you on some bullshit and that's the person that you really should be around 24-7. Because whether you like it or not, that person has your best interest at heart. And that's what I think is key. You know, that's what I'm 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 striving for in 2019. I am I am keeping people around me with my best interest at heart because it's going to be reciprocated. You know, I'm the type of person that um you know, whatever whatever I'm dealt, I kind of try to deal back. I try to whatever I'm dished, I try to deal back deal back out. <laughs> Lack of a better phrase. So having like-minded having people around you that actually have your best interests at heart I think is very key in development and that's what I'm striving for so I don't necessarily care if you know I met you two years ago 20 years ago 20 days ago two days ago you know I'm a pretty decent pretty decent you know I have I, you know you, you, you fuck up from time to time you know, people wear masks. They mask who they really are until, until situations come about. And, um, you know, adversity always shows the true person. Um, so, if you come across a person that's the same through the trials and tribulations and the same person through the ups then, like I said, that's the person you need to be around, man. That's the person that you need to gravitate towards. Hold that person near and dear to your heart because those people are few and far between. You know, I, uh, in a movie somewhere, I, I forget what movie this is. He said, a man has three great lives and they normally come 10 years apart. Love doesn't. Somebody 
that, you know, you're going to be in a relationship with. You know, a love could be somebody that you just form a great bond, a great friendship, a kinship with, if you will. So, if you have those people around you, I strongly advise that you keep those people around you. And you make sure that you do everything on your part for that person to know how special they are to you and how you appreciate them being there for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, these boys open up early today. Never seen them over on my late. I ain't late. Them boys open early. Anyway, but uh, this is the very first edition of the Everybody Hates Sleep show. I want to give a special shout out to my homeboy, uh, Jay Slug. I'm just, I, yeah, anytime I talk about somebody, I'm just going to use their Facebook name. Um, if, if your government name happened to be your Facebook name, that's not my fault. I'm going by Facebook handles anytime I do my podcast. So, with that being said, I want to give a special shout out to my homeboy, uh, Jay Slug. Thank you. Sleep. Um, another special shout out to Clotine Anderson for um, for helping me etch this thought out. You know, it was her. She was like my muse on this one. Appreciate you. And um, I want to give a special shout out to everybody that's sitting here and listening to the the new Everybody Hates Sleep show. We really appreciate you. Shout out to all the good people over there at Hoss Nation Networks, Hoss Nation TV. We appreciate all of your help and work that you do over there. And uh, you guys have a great, 